Welcome to episode 11 of the original marketing podcast. Brady is getting better and better at clapping in our soundproof room. Yeah, they won't hear it though, because that's like kind of post-production, but my clap was pretty strong two in a row. Yeah, we're learning. We're like professional podcasters now. We say camera speeds, audio speeds. Camera speeds. We got noise reduction set up that you probably can't see, but if we do it good enough, you won't even hear us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited, Brady. I uh, I've been trying to sell something on Craigslist. Yeah, where are you selling? Where are you slinging these days? I'm selling a car. Okay, but I wasn't getting enough interest, so I might now bring into this show how to market. How your... I'm trying to get rid of my car because I'm not able to sell it right now. Yeah, and I'm actually having to maybe turn my marketing brain on a bit. I mean, maybe social ads. Social ads could work. So I'm selling a niche vehicle. I have a six-speed manual m2 competition mm -hmm. i was an idiot i bought two toy cars but none practical <laughs> what are you gonna do right? it's usually not how it goes yeah, but... yeah I, like my daily is a six-speed manual m2 competition that's entirely impractical so got a truck mm -hmm. selling the bmw not a lot of buyers not a lot of buyers i mean lowering the price you know yeah. obviously you lower the price enough so i'm at that thing where you know, like the Carvanas that'll pick it up. Mm -hmm. They're offering me 56. Okay. I'm trying to sell it for 62. Okay. So it's still that Delta, but I started yeah. selling it at like 68. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like a month yeah. in. So I keep taking the grand off. That Carvana is a pretty big gap. Yeah. So I'm a little stuck. So here's some of the things I've been doing and it has helped. I get more requests. I have, I have average photos right now. Actually, Scarlett, pull it up on the screen. Open up a new tab, and I'll, let's look at my car here, and we'll see what we might want to change, Brady. I can help you out. Yeah, help me out. I, I can help you help. out with the photos. So go to Craigslist, BMW, M2 competition. And, okay, so Scarlett's pulling this up right now. So one of the things, other things I'm trying is I'm adding an 8 to the end of the price instead of a 9. Oh, yeah, the charm pricing. Yeah, we talked about that. Talked that about was like it. episode 1. Yep. And so I'm doing that. Oh, there it is. Uh, Fifth over on the top that one i mean the photos yeah that's my new better photo see i couldn't get the lighting right uh, I, mean, I like what you're doing with the wide angle but I, I don't know about the first photo the photos that's better bro it used to be like one of these see how all the other i yeah i'm not a photographer I, I need help i could maybe help out with the photo see what that does i know maybe at the next podcast i bring it and you do some quick photos and you help me that'd be cool because I think I need help because yeah. the photos. No, that'd be a fun project. I'd enjoy getting in like Lightroom again. Yeah. Doing some edits. Yeah. Because I'm objectively bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I was doing it at night. No, not terrible, almost. but like even that. So that just, one. I mean, it's so bad. Well, because when Scarlett shot. looked it up, uh, there was a bunch of cars. Right. Yeah. And Mine yours, it did out. not stand out because <sighs> it started with that wide the wide angle distortion look on the car. I know. I never took any photos of the car either, though, really. Yeah. Like, we could do a photo shoot. We could take oh, it yeah. like, to a good spot. Because there's aren't there features that, like, make it the type it is, right? Difference, like, what makes it. I, I forget where you said okay, the Okay, so it's is. like a, it's mostly a track I guess it's car. right there, yeah. So it's a track car that I've never tracked, and it is spotless. Like, yeah, it's competition. Yeah, it's a, it's a trim. So, like, the competition's, like, the fast version of an already fast car. Yeah. So if you were someone who's like a car guy, you know, and you want yeah, to, you know, this is it. Yeah. And it's only like 12,000 miles. It's a heck of a deal. But I'm really struggling. It's like, you know, the cobbler has no shoes. That's me. I, I I'm the marketer. The cobbler has no shoes. I think that's the thing. That's the saying. There's like shoot. Like it's like a. am thinking peach cobbler right now. And no, shoes, like I'm, a shoe I'm cobbler. Lost. I think the cobblers on shoes. They do the bottoms. They do the soles. Okay. But then they have holes in their shoes. It's kind of like okay. the marketer who's got a bad website. Okay. In my case, I'm not a photographer. And I don't think I have no, to that'd be fun. convince anyone. I think we could. What else What else should we do different, though? So I've, I've got my, you know, I kept it really. The, okay, so this is, I'm, I know it sounds bad, Brady, but here's my logic. You do bad enough photos, you're more trustworthy. No, I see what you're saying there. Like, because you're like, oh, I can finally get this from a private party. It's a mm -hmm. good price. Mm -hmm. There's no dealership fees. It's a real call. Like, yeah. So that was kind of the angle I took and why I kept it more like this. But it's not moving. I think the recession isn't helping because it's a toy. Mm -hmm. 
It's not a cheap toy. Mm-hmm. How much do you mind asking how much you got it for? I haven't. I can't remember, and I purposely not looked. Okay. Okay. Because I know you usually, like, you move cars, and you've, like, profited on a lot of vehicles. Sometimes. I don't know if I've ever necessarily. I have one vehicle if I sold, I'd profit on. Most vehicles, I don't profit on. Yeah. Your but last I do, truck you did is what I remember. Yeah, the last yeah. truck actually I did. You're right. Yeah. So trucks are different. Truck Tesla I did, you did well on. Truck I did well on. Tesla I did okay on. This car I have not done well on because I okay. bought it at the peak yeah. of the used That's car. That's true. That's, you remember yes. when that was? Yes. So I yes. bought it up there in the 70s. I paid 70 something for okay. it. And okay. I haven't. I mean, it's so only not, at 12. But it was still like way. I was the cheapest thing on the market. So I thought I was getting a deal. Yeah. And the market just bottomed out mm-hmm. on the car game. Because now you can buy a new car. They have chips and stuff. This is when there was no chips. Yeah. This was like, I bought this about a year. It's still pretty crazy. About a year ago. My dad was looking really? to like a Suburban and he's like, I don't think it's ever going to show up. Yeah. So either they're not going to show up or it's like MSRP and it's like 12000 over that. And yeah. you're like, so I'm going to drive a car off the lot. That's going to lose $25,000. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's so. So I thought I bought this used. I mm-hmm. buy all my stuff used. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this will be great. I could do more copy. Yeah, so was, like, that's what I was thinking is like, I know, but the car guy knows the copy, right? Honestly, the description saying it's a competition manual, six speed stock. Any guy who's going to buy that never been tried or girl. They already know what it is. They know what it is, but it could help if you make it okay, really, so, get some more excited about it. Even though they know what it is, it could be visually just appealing to see. What would you write to all? I've, I've, I've waxed lyrical on these because I thought it might work. I've written copy out of this world got my butt kicked because i end up selling a lot of stuff on craigslist that's not exactly cheap and i get like crushed when i try to write too good of copy yeah people think i'm being salesy so usually what i found is like really minimal copy good photos only has twelve thousand miles i know dude i'm (laughs) I'm telling you, it's got clean title, 12,000 miles. Honestly, just park it outside of like Newport Harbor High School, Dana Hills High School, just maybe it. some of those private ones. And Well, there's going to be some TikTok trend, though, about kids robbing M2 competitions <laughs> or something. And I'm going to be a victim. This thing's going to show up and in Some Tijuana. rich high school kid is going to be like, mom, dad, I'm I really into this. cars. I really want this. Bro, if you give this car to a high schooler, you might as well just. Yeah, that's actually kind of scary. Schedule the funeral. Yeah, that's scary. That's sad. But this car, no, it, it's like a bucking Bronco. Like if you put it in sport mode. And your car will go crazy if you don't know how to yeah. shift it or you don't drive it hard I mean, enough. When I was in high school, I was pushing my sister Chevy Equinox to the limits. Oh, I bet. I, <laughs> I heard young Brady had some uh, track in his blood. Oh, Dude. yeah. I still do. Really? Dude, you should. Getting on the toll road, this Audi whew, didn't have a chance with my hybrid. <laughs> no, she, oh. she was getting so pissed. I was flooring it. And obviously, she was in a much faster car. But you made her but like get in between. I got off the line quicker. Yep. yep. So it just would have been. She totally could have passed me. But like, you made it literally become a thing. Yeah. I love that. Thing. Great. Great thing. job, buddy. <laughs> so I still got it in me. I love. So we're just going to do better photos. Driving. Oh, there is something I want to talk about, too, that a lot of people don't think about selling vehicles. And that's yeah. Walled Gardens. And it has everything to do with marketing. Okay. So Walled Gardens. When you sell something, I want to make So Craigslist is a walled garden. Craigslist doesn't show up on Google. Really? Yeah. So check out. Search um. And be, like, well, like search, copy paste that description, maybe. Yeah, yeah, search a BMW M2 competition for sale. Just like BMW M2 competition for sale. Yeah. Now, this is what gets cool. So you won't discover it. So what you have to do instead, see that? Look at that. Hmm. So what you got to do instead is you have to buy the auto trader listing so that you get Google. And then you got to do Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist separate because you don't get any Google search exposure on Facebook Marketplace or on Craigslist. So I thought that was a good reminder as a marketer. Whenever you're selling something, go out in the wild. Like, see what would happen if you were on Google searching for an M2 competition for sale. And all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, my Craigslist ad doesn't show up. My Facebook marketplace doesn't show up. And so that's why you got to buy the auto trader or the cars.com or like something that shows up in the search engine. So now I'm on all of these and I'm on Facebook marketplace and I'm on Craigslist. I feel like I have the distribution but I've now had to renew the ads like two or three times. I am struggling on this. Now, somebody's offering me 61. I I know. But then I say 61.5 and it's yours. So, I mean, 500 yeah. bucks isn't the end of the world for somebody. 
I'm struggling. I do have a 61. You would hit them with the 61. Okay, you look. I'm, I'm negotiating, <laughs> I know. Brady. I know. I've got it for over 70. I know. So this has been my struggle. I do think the better photos is kind of yeah. the problem. I think there's improvement, right? Better yeah. photos, maybe the description. What would we write, though? What would you write? Well, like, uh, close your eyes and imagine a world. I the mean, car of your dreams, the woman of your dreams next to you. I would just look at like, the what eyes. are we writing here? Like, did they ever advertise this car? What year is it? 2021, dude. Oh, it's a 2021. Yeah, this thing's... Okay. I wonder if they have, like, ads for it or what features they use Like, upload a video from, like, BMW. Well, not necessarily that. It's just, like, the way they do specs on the site when they sold this. Just copy-paste those specs at least. You see, I was going to say we could do something sick, like burnouts or something, but then someone's, like, always beating up the car. Yeah. So that's the (laughs) You see, so it goes against you. Oh, that kind yeah, of gonna They're going to hit you with like 55K because I need new oh, tires. I finally know what I should do. This is more time than I've thought about this, by the way. We go to the BMW forums. Yeah, that's smart. We go to the BMW forums and we find the, the person in Orange County with the most followers. And we DM them to see if they'll put it on their story. Yeah. So, so just I, getting in those forums, I think, in general could. Yeah. Be. Yeah. And I know what the forum it's called Beamer. Like. I think it's Beamer World. Like, I've got been on the forums. I don't know why I didn't think about that. So, yeah, the forums will have classified. And the other thing I was thinking about is a site called Bring Your Own Trailer, where it sells more like um, toy cars, like mm-hmm. more like like second cars, if that makes sense. Yeah. Non-daily driver yeah. type, like Porsches and out, like, but not like current Porsches, like old, like more like expensive sports cars they sell on there and expensive truck. Just like more collectible cars. People mostly just garage this car take it to the track it's it's a f- monster yeah i wonder if any local tracks would let you advertise it at the like track? sit it there for a weekend or Ooh. have some type of advertisement flyer or now similar to the forum like yep just try to find where the market's at however what am i listing it for 62998 so it has How's your to... price compare like i didn't look at prices when we oh let's see let's see how we priced like... it yeah yeah let's go back let's see if scarlet can go back for us so BMW M2 competition. Let's put the word competition at the end, Scarlett. And then let's see. I know it. We people. A lot of people have. What are you? What category are you in? For sale all. Let's see. Um, 2017. How much is that one? Uh, they have some. Stupid like, price. Oh, it's a five sixty-seven. Yeah. See, there's not even a ton of inventory. That's there's was, yours. Um, I think you have to go to under for sale under all. Oh, go to boats. Yeah, or cars. Sorry, underneath all under the drop down the top right or like to the right uh, top left, but on the far right. Is M two better than M three? Is that like how they do it? No, it's just a. It's like a type. If that makes like sense. more racy than M three. It no, it's just smaller, so it only oh. has two doors, and it's like more. It's got the engine of the M4, so it's a massive engine, but in a tiny car. Oh, I thought M3 was like AMG. For no, it know. doesn't necessarily like M2 is kind of like the track car you want. Like every like every YouTube channel makes a big deal of. Yeah, there's not even that many yeah, out that's there. Crazy. So that's what I'm trying to explain. Like, it's a pretty niche vehicle. I don't. I only made a couple thousand, I think, when oh. they produced it. Yeah. So like. Yeah, I like the forums. I might have to just be patient. I think you got to get into that. Well, that world. was going to be my other thing. The influencers and the forums. I think uh, like photos might help. Other things might help. But I just think it's something that takes time to sell. Yeah. You know, yeah. but then I don't know what's happening with the market and cars to where it's like. I know. And I, I'm trying to sell it before the new one drops. I think there's a because they had they didn't do it. A 2022 of it. Oh, and I think they're going to do a 2023. So I'm like, that hasn't yeah. dropped yet. No, it hasn't. Isn't it like it's like the season now for 2023? I think out? it is, but I don't think you can. They weren't able to produce them. Okay, so it's that whole thing. So that's you know, I appreciate the help. I think we just got to get some yeah, photos. Let's do some photos, that'd yeah. be fun. Step one, I love it. So advertising jealousy, Brady. Yeah. You want to start? You want me to start? You start. All right. So this week, and we'll pull up on the TV and for yeah. the YouTube, like you'll see it full screen. All right, let's watch. Can we watch? Can we watch? Yeah, it let's first? watch it. Okay. We're watching on the screen, fam. Hello. It's a classic. Hey, who? What's up? 
Nothing, B. Just watching the game, having a bud. What's up with you? Nothing. Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. What's up? Yo, who's that? Yo! Yo, pick up the phone! Hello? What's that? What's up? Yo, where's Dookie? Yo, Dookie! Yo. What's that? What's that? <laughs> Hold on. Hello? <laughs> so what's up, B? Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. <laughs> so, this is just a classic. Well, why is it such me? a classic? And I feel like they no, don't... It, is. it was in a Super Bowl drop, right? When it we must have been a Super Bowl. It was in a Super Bowl when we were younger. They just don't make it like that anymore. No, they don't. There was another one around Wasabi. I, not like a Budweiser, no, but I remember know. like in a similar category. I like the ones where they would get the, the, the tongue and they... Remember the, the <laughs> long tongue? That's a thing. There's a... Was it a Geico-like? No, it's a thing? Budweiser commercial with... All right, look this up for us. Look this up for Budweiser... Um, what's the, what's the, like, lizard? A frog has a long tongue, but Budweiser, like a gecko might. Long tongue commercial. Let's, I love searching this way. I know. I yeah, love how it, it works. Uh, that one with the green, the Budweiser frog commercial. Yeah, yeah, that one. This is one of the OG ones I remember from Budweiser. The green Which one. one. The, the one, of, yeah, the second one. one. Yeah, 11 years ago. But. But. But, but, fines, but, but, fines, but, fines, but, but, fines, but, fines, but, fines, but, fines, but, so there's a difference between the two. <laughs> and there's a reason why I chose the first yeah, one. Because difference. what's the big difference? Both of those commercials, I just laughed out loud, which I don't always do. And like, I feel like I would have done it. I don't know how old it's I was. It's not just when, an act for the camera? Yeah. No, that was legit. Like I was, even <laughs> though mine, I watched obviously prior to this. Yep. And for some reason, watching it like with yeah, other people, course. it was even funnier. That's just how it goes. What's like, that? Yeah, watching stand-up comedy on Netflix alone, I don't laugh. Oh, if I'm with a group it, of buddies, like I'll laugh. And I'm sure show. if I'm if I'm seeing it live, it's hilarious. Yeah. But the reason why I, I chose mine was because in, you and I talked about this. Like, yeah, sure, it's entertaining, funny. But does it help sell Bud Light? It's doing some priming, isn't it? And yeah, the priming was cool. And yep. so what I want to call out is watching the game, drinking a Bud. They start with that. And they end with that. And integrated in the middle too a couple. They said it probably five or six times. Yeah. It was and I know that's so cool. So that's one of those things where like the goal of doing that is for someone to be watching a game and, and thinking that yeah. I should probably have a Bud Light right now. They never taught us that in school. What you're really <laughs> talking about is like the power of association. Yeah. Right? It's like climbing into your consumer's head and connecting something you know that's gonna be going on, right? So Obviously, you don't run that not during football season, right? So this yes. is maybe during football season. You know there's a bunch of people doing that exact scenario, and you're priming them for it. Yep. And those guys were – I mean, the one guy's roommate came home. The other one was upstairs. The other guy seemed fully alone. I thought yep. that was interesting is because they yep. could prime it with like, oh, it's a party. So, yeah, we're going to drink Bud Light. They're getting people to think like, yeah, I'm alone. Correct. I'm not at a party right now. Like People it. aren't over, but I'm watching the game. So it's okay if I drink a Bud Light when maybe without that priming, they'd be like, I don't need a beer right now. Like, Correct. I'm just watching a game. So I really like that part of it. And then obviously the what's that? I remember my cousins like, I don't know when this came out. Maybe it was 90s, early 2000s. Like, I just remember my family, my cousins would just would always do, do that. Oh, we all did it. They thought I don't it was know the why. funniest thing. We did. Yeah. I love the I I love the frog one too. I don't know how I remember frog the frog one. Is one is so random. It's great. But right? Yeah, it's funny. I forget. I think there's more to the ad too. I think it got cut off a little yeah. bit. Well, it shows the the bud at like that neon logo. So it's not like it had no association. Correct. 
But there is a weird association that I want to talk to you about what you think about it. Because now, remember I told you off air that I had the ad, but I couldn't remember what it was? Yeah. I now remember. It was that Andy Samberg and Snoop Dogg Corona commercial. I think Scarlett's going to pull it up because I... Okay. I can recall Snoop Dogg, Andy Corona. Samberg, and Snoop Dogg. Andy Samberg, the guy who does music too. Uh, this guy, top. Yeah, that one. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jeez. not an ad. We didn't know you were such a peasant, Scarlett. You don't get the ad free one? You making <laughs> you making some swag, Scarlett? Why are you getting a custom ink ad? <laughs> Scarlett made the show. <laughs> a Corona and palm trees. Oh. A Corona and calm seas. And a bomb breeze. And some long knees, strong like a tongue squeeze. You'll say, aw, oh, geez, when I make your lawn freeze. Was that good? No. Oh. It was incredible. Oh. Lee bad. Oh. But this is so, good. They do a whole set. There's a bunch yeah, of yeah. these. Now, and I don't remember which one I saw. I didn't see that one. But here's my point to you. I want to get your take on it. You can't drink a glass of. You can't have. Yeah, you can't glass. consume in the ad, in the commercial. Or is that what you're saying? Or no? No, no, no. Okay. So let me explain it. If you go to the beach, yeah, you're not allowed to have glass. Yeah. Now I just th- so we were talking about association because of how practical the previous. It was literally football, beer, yeah, sofa, on the couch. What we do for a living, mm-hmm. and this is doing association. But it's like life's a beach or find your beach yeah. or whatever. You this. don't need plans to drink. They're just kind of doing it like, one. like if you ever want to, if you're like, see, to me, it would be way better is if they had you like stuck in the middle of like a crappy town in a crappy situation in the middle of the city. And you want to close your eyes and you imagine yourself on the beach. That's what I think they're doing from an association is like you're drinking a vacation. That yeah. to me is the association they're doing. But I don't know how well they pull it off. That's what I was curious what you think about that. Yeah. Because it's more of a like ethereal association. It's not a practical. It's like um, it's a conceptual association. Yeah. I mean, the attentions on them as stars. But I get what you're saying. Like, it would be cool if it was a scene like that. And then they ended up at like a busy uh, airport bar. Correct. Like when they That's put what the saying. corona down. So then you could, I think, pull off the association of like. You're on vacation. Yeah, you drink they're corona. daydreaming. Is it like but that's what this is? They're trying to show you if you drink Corona, you're on vacation. Yeah, they're making it like your casual, like backyard beer, but without putting you in a backyard. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. So what I thought you were saying, I don't know if you know this. Did you know you cannot show the consumption of alcohol on TV in commercials? So any beer commercial, any alcohol commercial, they will not be consuming. The no, beverage. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's illegal. That's kind of cool. I didn't realize that makes it so much harder for them also as yeah. like, as advertisers and creatives, yeah. which I don't know. Like, it's so weird because there's then digital formats like YouTube sponsorships where you could be chugging beers the whole time. Yeah. It, but on TV, you can never consume alcohol huh. as an alcoholic beverage commercial. That's so you'll, you'll catch it now. Yeah, yeah. You don't really notice it like we just watched. No, it didn't trigger a couple of them. And no, it didn't click. No one ever, no one ever drinks it, huh? Which is kind of a challenge. It's more product placement yeah. than it is product usage, right? Yeah. Let's talk product usage though, because my ads kind of got yeah. some usage. So I got one more thing about my ad. All right, my bad. I was, I just, I, I didn't realize. Let's go a, back to you, I only Brady. Had like two to three things no, I want to no, say, no. and I think this is relevant to the listeners. It's all about you, Brady. I know, I know. <laughs> we'll get there. All right, what do you got? So. What I think thought was cool with the ad that could work well today is I feel like on social media, if that ad was popular today, I would want to grab a Bud Light from the fridge just to send a photo to my friends and like Snapchat or text and say, watching the game, drinking a Bud. But back when they launched that, like you can even see from the phones they're using, that wasn't like social media wasn't there yet. So I I thought that was that's something that stood out to me. It's like I, I call BS on you. What do you mean? You're going to take a Polaroid of it and mail it? No, not that part. <laughs> I think if you recreate that as the social action you want, you'd think the ad's corny. Uh-huh. 
I think you'd well, hate the ad. Well, I don't think ad. it would be, the ad wouldn't show that. I just think that would ad you? would cause people to do it without Nah, you got to see it, baby. You Come on, it. you got to see it. You it is seated. It's just a funny thing. I would want to do it. I know you would, but I don't know if like we need more than Brady to do it. So how would you seed it without being corny is a good follow-up. I would do the same exact. I'm just saying that commercial today. I'm not saying change the commercial to try to influence sending the photo. I just think that commercial today. You use it as a caption. What you're saying is I'd use that line as a caption. I would just run the same TV ad and I think it would get people to like how I like them saying like watching the game. Having a bud. Having a bud. And that could influence people to grab one. I think now with social media, if that commercial was popular now and, and buzzing, people would be like, ah. Oh, I mean, get brands do this thing, Brady, just to end. send a photo. Yeah, I know, I know. I get what you're saying. But at the end of it, they'll do like a hashtag, like having a bud. And I don't think it works necessarily. I think there is a way to pull what you're saying off, though. But I don't know if you I don't know if you would get people to do what you think. I don't know, man. I think they would. Just that same commercial, if it was popular, I think it, it's just one of those things where it would influence people to be like, you know what? I'm going to grab a bud. I don't think they'd say that. Because I, I want to send a say, photo because it's funny. Just like we did back then. I know. Everybody just yelled, what's up? Well, maybe they would grab a bud, watch the game, <laughs> and then text, what's up? <laughs> they would all just say, what's up? While they're drinking Coors Light. Yeah. That's, see, I think that's the hard part, too, is like, I think, do you think, okay, so like, here's the other thing, like, context is switching. We're going down our tangents, but it's important today. Like, if you, we'll I'm get a to your ad. We'll get to your ad. Yeah, one day we'll see my ad. I'm a Coors Light guy. You could send me the funniest Bud Light thing in the world. I'll, I'll share the commercial. Yeah, I'll talk about I know. the show. Yeah. But I will never, ever buy myself a Bud Light. The only way I buy a Bud Light is if they don't have Coors Light on tap and I want a light beer. And they'll be like, ah, we only got Bud. I'm like, all right. I don't actually care. But I yeah. would never choose it. Yeah. So who are you marketing to? But then you are can't you... text your friends saying, watching the game, having, having a, bud. a Bud. What's up? <laughs> So here's my question, though. When you're running these ads and you're the – I because I've never done a beer ads or anything. And I've never done consumer products, really. I've mostly mm-hmm. been a B2B advertiser. Trying to get people who buy Bud Light to buy more Bud Light. Are you trying to get people who have never tried a light beer and don't have one of preference? Yeah. That's a pretty small percentage of people, right? Who Yeah. Maybe you're trying to get the 17, 16-year-olds who are – Gonna be the twenty year olds who are gonna drink soon, and now when they drink, they're gonna want Bud because they like the commercial. You, I'm yeah. wondering who, like, what's the thing you're trying to do? You're trying to boost sales, but from who? Yeah, I mean, there's probably a pretty big market size of people who don't have that preference on the light beer. I think it. You think could so? switch people? You know, they talk about the commercial. They do it the what's up. Doesn't speak lot. to women that well, though. So it's not like no. a wife is going out saw this commercial. And no, like, that I'm was buy a, my husband. That's that a was man. A, that was a single guy. Yeah, that was twenty one to low thirties. My wife would find that to be like, and like just stupid and not that funny. Probably like, yeah. but maybe but we think it's hilarious. If your wife is grocery shopping and this commercial was popular and everyone's going, what's up? And she, then I was making the joke all the time. She would buy and it you for keep me. saying, I can't wait for the game on Sunday. And she's <laughs> and going, like, oh, I, I got some Bud Lights. Having sitting at the game. Drinking. You really, you're going to never let that. I love it. Brady. That's just where my mind went. I, you know how I get with my opinions. I know. dude. I, no, it's a, I, I do wish people, I do think everybody would just yell what's up like they did before. Yeah. But, but I think that having it, watching the game, having a Bud could be a bit, but I don't know how they'd run that commercial because they did use home phones the whole time. And I I don't know how they would replicate it. So it's That's more complicated than that. For brands to go back in time and recreate the most famous commercials with new tech. That yeah. would be clever, too. Yeah, because so, that's kind of I, I couldn't yeah. really think on how to do it as clean in today's world with cell phones. Like, I just loved how the guy upstairs had a home phone. The guy in the kitchen got online with a home phone. Like, sure, you can do group calls, but it just FaceTime. wouldn't be that clean. You could partner with Apple and then do a feature in 50. It just wouldn't. No, I know. Even the pixelation. There was. I know. I saw it too. I was like, man, they used to have such bad like quality. Yeah, it was was box. The format was box or box TVs. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I was. Yeah, I think it does do to your point. I think the subtle association of Bud and a game was brilliant. I think the what's up is the catchy part. Yeah, it's all viral in between everyone. Yep. Yelling. That was funny. And then I don't know if it always works like Corona, like I was saying. I'm not sure that always works. And I'm curious when you're a consumer goods product like a Bud Light that also has strong preference association. Mm -hmm. 
who you're trying to drive the sales from, I think is an interesting concept of like who, in this case, I think it was a viral ad. So it worked because of the was up, mm-hmm. but I, I'm always curious about that. Like who is the person we're trying to get to buy Bud Light? Yeah. I think we could spend months just studying beer ads and trying to figure it out. Like the course, yeah, like train going through the snow, like what, like, what does that do? Oh, that reminded me of my you favorite know? ad. I'll do it next week. Okay. I'll do a, okay. I'll do a beer ad next week because I got a favorite one. All right. Let's save it then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's look at this one though. So I've okay. got, I like this one because it's like, um, it's a, it's a customer doing the ad. Okay. Did you get this as an ad on your I Instagram? I did actually get okay. it as an ad. I saved it. I wasn't looking this up. You know why I, we got it or you got it? It's because we've been talking about chairs, the boat chair so much that no, you got I, an Instagram ad for the boat chair because they're listening. Brady, don't make me do this again. I saved this like over a week ago. But it could have been when we did the furniture store. Yeah, it could have been us talking about the furniture store. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. You spend so much time in a seated position in your shop. And like, what do we do? Buy like 20, 30 Amazon chairs in our lifetime that just break and wear out and the hydraulics wear out. Like, this ain't wearing out. This chair, you buy it once, you're good. You're done. You know what I mean? You don't ever have to mess with it. Like, you buy one chair, you're comfortable, it has great support, it's not frustrating. You know what I mean? Like, it's just worth its money. Like, you buy good, you buy once. I love that last line. Yeah. You buy good, you buy once. I really liked it, too, because it got me thinking, like, I have a Costco chair for my, like, office. And it locks into, like, the recline mode. I've already snapped right through that. So it's broken now. I have the same Ikea chairs from when I started this company. God. That's what I sit in. At home? Yeah, at home. I have one in here. I have one. Oh, my gosh. I know. I always feel bad. Spending See, I just got a Costco myself. one because I didn't want to spend too much money. And I turned my Ikea one into a footrest. I took off the back and I lowered it all the way. So like, I never I want to be the boss who has the nice stuff and then the employees don't have the same stuff. Like, that's not how I'm wired. All right, M2 comp. Well, that's my personal. <laughs> that's just, my personal. I'm just messing But like when you. I'm doing my professional yeah. and it's all from the same spot, I always feel like you never want to be better than, you know, like that's kind of like my mentality. I mean, you, you've earned it. I think you, you can, think I can get a yeah, chair I think now? you can get a I chair. I still have, dude. If you and there, it's more for your personal health. <laughs> like, I know, I get lot. it. I just always, you know what I mean? Like, I always feel, ah, uh, I always feel like you never earned it yet. You know, like, yeah, keep going. I don't know when you'd ever feel like you earned it, but well, and it's just spending for me. It's like financially, I always want to feel poor yeah. and that's how you save well. And that's it's how like, you like build up long term wealth. Yeah. It's just like you always feel stay a little, stay a little, stay a little poor, stay, stay, humble, drawer, stay hungry, stay a little poor. Yeah. And in the long term, that that works out well. But a poor man can't afford that Viper chair. Yeah. So I think that thing's expensive. Now. I, they don't yeah, mention sure it is, but what? Because I was going to caption for a limited time. Save 50. Once you said, so let's I'm going to say price. 50. What are we thinking? Oh, okay. What are we thinking? 750. I'm going to go 625. Those shop chairs. Yeah. This is some prices, right? Shit. Am I like in trouble for going over? I don't know. Okay. You've, you've been. Come no, on, I don't. haven't. I'm not kidding you. I All really right. have. Well, now we're at the point. Like we have to find that exact chair. <laughs> I'm pretty darn close. I think. It, I mean, it looks like that one, right? The, uh, go down. The one that was, is 625. It, I don't think. No, it's because that one has a back. That he was installing the back. Oh, was he installing? at the end of the video? Yeah. Oh, I think it's that chair. Damn. All right. Can we just a little, you know, no, that's good. Okay. Thank you. We just uh, did a new little segment. Prices, right? I guess random. I'm kind of bummed because like I'm freakishly good at guessing prices. And so I thought I was going to have my moment of then telling everyone I'm so good at it. But you totally took the cake there. So that that was really good. 625. I was just totally guessing. You should have called out the discount. You should have said, you know, it's probably full price 675, but I think it's discounted at 625. (laughs) I'm not that good. I haven't seen this before, but that's not a cheap chair. No, it's not. But that's why I like the app. And that's why I like the last line because... It shows the difference of would you is artisan the right term or is that just artisan craft kind of like artisan products? Yeah, it's it's a good product. You can see that like they have the exposed bolts and like the the materials look strong. Oh, she's clicking in. Let's see. But he brought out the quality. Oh, bro, they do upsells too. Oh, nice. They've got wheel locks for extra tool tray, rubber guard. That chair looks sexy, though. (laughs) It does look hot like that. Yeah, that is a perfect. That is the definition of a dream blue collar chair. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, they sell the quality, the which is cool. Cause I think this yep. category can often come across as just way overpriced. I get it. It's a smaller business. So they have to price this way. Yeah. But the brand isn't like Gucci or anything crazy, like recognizable. So yeah. why it like puts you in a conundrum and like, who would yeah, buy I this? Really sp- like, I, what's my uh, social stock from buying this? Yeah. So they really leaned in on the quality. And, and you only need to buy one. I thought it was really They didn't really say the good. other guys. They said on Amazon. Like, so I thought they had like, you buy 20 or 30 shares on Amazon. Like, I just thought they had a really good understanding yeah. of the persona, the pain, and why their product isn't overly priced or isn't like, it just, it's yeah. just, a, there's nothing sexy about the ad. I just think it's a really well, I just saw it and I was oh, like. Yeah, bringing up Amazon. Yeah, I thought it was just really good ad. Captures an insanely large market and hones them in on their very niche product. And what I loved about it too, if you think about it, like when we do videos for our clients, cause we do a lot of these types of videos too, actually ironically, but not consumer products, B2B ones. We finished the video with the company's tagline, mm-hmm. not the value prop of the product. And I think the last, go to that last line again, Scarlett, I want to, I want to, they did such a good job finishing up the video cause they wrap up the ad um, I think you gotta go back. Yeah. They you spend so much time no in a seated position in your shop. And like, what do we do? Buy like so 20, social. 30 Amazon chairs in our lifetime that just break and wear out and the hydraulics wear out. Like this ain't wearing out. This Show chair, you install. buy it once, you're good. You're done. These are guys like You know what I mean? You don't ever have to mess with it. Like you buy one chair, you're comfortable. It has great support. It's not frustrating. You know what I mean? Like. It's just worth its money. Like you buy good, you buy once. Yeah, you buy, you buy good, good, you buy, you buy once. once. And then they add. They at the end they did add their brand and their website. Yeah, but no big call to action. It just felt very authentic, and I didn't feel like they were BSing me. Like I don't know. I, I just <laughs> felt like, like yeah, I, that it makes sense. You buy good, you buy once. Yeah, they should make a a barber chair. Ooh, I feel like they'd be. That's a cool, that's a pretty close market. Too. It is actually. It really is. Well, hey, that's market this or that's um no 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 <laughs> not yet yeah, I not know. yet I are we done? The, I gotta remember the name of my own segments. That's advertising jealousy. Yep. Let's talk about market this. But Brady, there's a bone that I looks that you can't stop chewing. Yeah, I had to bring it up just even between clips there. It's all about social listening. We touched on it for like five seconds in the last segment and you got my mind going no brady they're not listening to us have you come back to me with any proof i have the craziest one i have ever prove it to me okay and if it's not real then i'm kind of embarrassed for getting this ad so remember when i mentioned the other week i went to doheny to surf and i hurt my foot so this is during that is when the listening started something happened to the bottom of your foot right yeah i like stepped on a rock opened up my foot and I got out of the water and I, I'm with my buddy Riley and my wife is there. His wife is there and we're walking out and I'm still in my wetsuit. Yeah. And Riley is like, or no, Lindsay was like, doesn't he look skinny in that? Cause she was like joking. All like, black. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's all black. It's tight. You know, she's like, like a sausage. I was like, yeah, you should just wear that like every day or something like that. And I said something like, Oh, no, don't worry. I have like my girdle on under this. No, no, Brady. The next day. No, they didn't. I get an Instagram story. You need to get a girdle ad of a man girdle (laughs) on Instagram. I'll show you that. I think I said I think I DM'd it to him. Let me try to find it, dude. It was Brett. Yeah, we all know you're constantly Googling girdles, though. That's like girls with yoga pants. I didn't know they make those for men now. So these guys are tucking their. I mean, we'll have to throw it up in post production, but it's, it, it's called Get Core Wear, and the ad like show, show it to the producers. The first seconds of the ad is exactly what Watch I him put his gut in, like the high waisted yoga pants. I got that ad. <laughs> I mean, it was maybe the night of. I. I DM my buddy September 2nd. I just got this ad crying face. And he says, you're kidding. The only way. Now, for your sake, I hope to God. That's what I'm saying. I hope it's social listening or else. If if they're just hitting you up due to targeting. 
And you've somehow fit the man girdle persona? Well, I haven't searched man girdle in six <laughs> months, so it's just crazy that this came up. They must be listening, you know? <laughs> I haven't been in the market for a man girdle in a while. There's nothing more humiliating than you're you're like Dude, the ICP of the man girdle. I lost my mind. You know I'm not searching fitness online. You know I'm no. not training algorithms for fitness. You said the Okay, so we had a whole conversation. We had a whole, it was a bit back and forth with my buddy in front of our wives about how my wetsuit makes me look skinny. And I hopped on that and, and said, said I got I'm wearing my man girdle under it. And now, if I get a man girdle ad too now. If you, but you've been work, you've been talk or working out like you have a trainer. So maybe <sighs> the man. That's true, Brady. I have been getting very fit. You've been getting ripped. <laughs> and so maybe you're now in that like targeting verse oh, and get hit with a man girl just in case you want to give up like ad. you're just like oh, i'll quit working out i can get a man girl yeah dude it i lost how it. how hilarious and simultaneously concerning if oh yeah it's, not listening. it's equal if they're not listening then i guess that's the demographic i'm in <sighs> i love it all right market this yeah i could just talk the muffin about top's we, not I know, too we, bad we could do this forever all right, so market this um, laundromat. The good old laundromat. Are you ready? Yeah, so, you're just speaking my language. So here's with how the car I do washes, this show. The laundromats, vending machines, just these. I, Brady is allergic to ma- hiring employees that do like labor. He wants. <laughs> so I know the kind of businesses Brady gets excited about. So like we were at lunch today prepping for this and I was just laundromat. And immediately you can see his eyes light up. Yeah. I mean, I anything follow... that you could theoretically launder money with quite easily is Brady's type of business. Okay. Let's not get into like why I want to do these things. Okay. No, yeah, we'll go, no we'll, I follow we'll... a lot of like, you know, finance pages, entrepreneur pages on do you social follow, media. Do you like the get rich quick influencers? No. Because that's kind of the no, same No, that does do fall this. into it 100%. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I just like the, all the, passive income ideas and laundromats one of them car wash even owning like a couple vending machines and you know it costs a thousand bucks to buy your first one and they Have just go through that? those business models and okay, it's so really cool i call the guy you might like this okay uh yo scarlet we on social media over here what's going on <laughs> i'm just kidding I'm just i mean kidding. she was taking <laughs> behind the scenes shots for the podcast i mean of course oh good okay go to so biz, technically buy, yes. go to biz buy and sell <laughs> And then we'll. Oh actually, yeah, you're telling me about this. Yeah, we're gonna pull up a laundry mat today, and let's go off biz buy and sell, and let's see if we can actually use real businesses as our starting spot. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So go to biz buy and sell, and then let's search a uh, laundry mat. So buy a business, and then uh, search. Yeah. Now I'll put in there for a scarlet um, laundry mat. Drive through cash cow and it's a burger. It's a great headline. Laundry mats and coin laundry. There we go. There we go. Get that first one. Two ninety nine. Oh, how about the lower one? The nah, fifty thousand. Twelve thousand a month in cash. Look at this. We're balling out here. Go to the two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, let's get this one. This is an Atwater. I've never heard of that place. Where the heck is that? Scroll down for me on the map. I just want to see where Atwater is. It's California? Uh, I think where said falls. I've heard of that. Zoom out for us. Scarlett, hit that. Yeah. Let me see where we zoom are. Zoom out. I can't read anything. Oh, yeah. She's like literally staring oh. at the smallest. I'm like, is Inland. she blind? How does she? No, because the HDMI so made, Modesto, her, yeah, made her. Modesto, North of like, Fresno, between oh, Modesto and Fresno. Okay. okay. So we're in a great at. area. Um, so if we go up, do we have any other photos? Can we click the photos? I want to see what we're looking at. Is it on the right? Yeah, that's a cool. Arrow. They have like the cash go flow. Go to the right, Scarlett. Scarlet. You got like uh, go to the, click the arrow. There's an arrow on there that you can't see. No, 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 there it's it on is. the yeah, edge. Yeah. There we go. Look okay, at that so directional design on the form. Is, yeah. Got her. <laughs> it did. I know that was like good. That. I like I that. I love seeing that in the wild. Okay, that makes me happy. Okay, so we've got classic strip mall next to like a Ralph's. It looks like type place. We got two benches, laundry. Plastic chairs. Nice. No employees in sight. Brady's favorite business. Love it. Okay. A little running water. Dude, coin day. Beat collecting up. the coin day. Like that day where you collect your coins has got to be so satisfying. Just, just buckets of coins. Just, just buckets of coins. And then the coins drop into the bucket. Well, I think you like you take out this tray. Okay. And you and you dump it in. 
So this is our, this is it, right? So yeah. we're looking yeah. at rents thirty six hundred bucks a month, and we're cash flowing at twelve thousand. I mean, already is that in, like monthly cash flow? Yeah. Okay. Gross revenue is one twenty, so you take the so, twelve times twelve. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be yeah monthly cash. Yeah. So inventory two hundred fifty thousand. So that's a de- that's a deduction. So you can write off the assets. It's a little over two years is when you start profiting from the investment, essentially buying it for 300K. Yeah, give or take. You could probably cash flow pretty quickly. Now, the question for today then obviously is how do we cash flow quicker and make this thing the best coin? Yeah. Like how how do we make it? Remember, because marketing is about product mm-hmm. and understanding what consumers want mm-hmm. and we help them accomplish a better outcome. What's the outcome you want? Dry clothes, clean, clean dry clothes quickly. Yeah. And probably close to your house, right? Yeah. I wonder what the competition looks like, like how much you have to compete with nearby laundromats. Because if that's the case, I'd be like, okay, what do I have in there so that the kids say, I want to go to this one, mm-hmm. right? Because likely your kids are with you yep. when you're doing this. Um, and I'm also trying to think like, do you market it in a way where like I have a washer and dryer in my house and there's yep. a laundromat down the street. Is there any way to get me to use a laundromat over? Cause my machines are old. One of them is my wife's yep. grandpa's and it's yep. like that bad teeth. Yellow is the color of it. It's Ooh, crazy. Like super yeah, yeah. small. Yep. And so I need to get new ones. Is there a universe where the laundromat is marketed and done so well, where I well, say, I let's not get new machines. I used to go to the laundromat all the time. In in Azusa. In Azusa, yeah, when in, I college. Lived in Azusa in college, yeah. I would go to laundry mat. Um, I actually got my girlfriend, now my wife, to do my laundry because everything got stolen. It was like the greatest <laughs> day of my life. I lost all my clothes, but That's I the laundry mat? I think it was like the last time I had to do like consistent laundry because she just was like she just was like, We're not gonna get your clothes stolen anymore. And she took over. Greatest day of my life, actually. So they stole it from the laundry mat? Yeah, I got it. All right, so we get a security guard. That part's important. Like, it's really easy to get your clothes stolen. I didn't know that. Well, I don't like to sit there for the whole time. So I left, came back, clothes are gone. Jeez. So it is easier stuff, Jacked. So I think we should have something on security. Now, I had a couple ideas, though, that are a little unique. I think one of the ways, anytime I have something, I always like to have a premium offering. Yeah. What if we bought the, go back, keep hitting more photos for me, Scarlett. Keep going. Keep going. Well, I want to go to the outside of it. There. What if we bought the unit next to it and we made that a dry cleaner? Now that, see what I'm saying? Because mm. then essentially people could go for yeah. the coin laundry, yeah. but they would have maybe three or four items that they wouldn't want to put in there. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't have access to a washer and dryer machine, that doesn't mean you don't have a suit that you need to dry clean. Yeah. I mean, especially you see what I'm saying? Like if you're in the city too. Like Correct. there's laundry mats where you know, people, they don't have laundry machines, even though maybe they could. And then there's laundry mats where different income brackets, yet they just live in New York. Or A lot of people take the bus or they walk. Yeah. So imagine if you get your dry cleaning and your laundry I like that. done at the same time. I think that could work. Yeah, they have. So it's funny. They, they have those two little, whatever they are, merry-go-round toys. So yep, they that's have- what they do to make the kids want to go there but i what think else can you we could do, do better wasting? yeah what else can we do for entertainment so let's talk entertainment. so the time is interesting yeah, yeah. it's like do you do it in a way where it's done so well someone is just like yeah i love sitting there for an hour 20 because that's okay so how why would you like sitting anywhere for an hour 20? what's an experience that you had where you're waiting like let's say a doctor's office dentist mm-hmm. office orthodontist disney no like where's like where have you waited for an hour and a half like, I just remember being, like, a 16-year-old boy at, like, Six Flags. And that other guys had girlfriends. They'd be, like, making out in line the whole time. Then I'm by myself <laughs> for, like, two hours. And I was like, I need a girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, like I'm trying to think of, like, where are those moments, like, where you've ever been in a good situation waiting for the thing you wanted for an hour and a half? Well, now it's tough to compete with cell phones. So I'd say having chargers there, having Wi-Fi, legit Wi-Fi, legit Wi-Fi. So you can stream. Right. I'd be curious if like, you know, in flight entertainment, if there's any way to because maybe they don't have a Netflix account. 
mm-hmm. right? Like, so is there a way to even give them like movies. streaming options? And so movies? sometimes, like when you go to the, so like think of it more like a barbershop. If you still go to the barbershop and you go into a barbershop, not a salon, like a barbershop. Yeah, my guys have like two TVs and they're always playing movies from like. I watched uh, what's the one with Nick Cage on the plane with the in with the inmates, Con Air. If you Con haven't Air, seen I've Con never Air, seen great, Air. great film. If you haven't seen it, but that my my barbershop always is playing stuff, stuff like that, like that, like yeah. And I always get like halfway into the movie because I show up and then I'm hooked. But I haven't seen the first half, so I go home and I watch the first yeah, half. So you're that like, night. no, I want a little shorter. No, no, no <laughs> just a little bit shorter. Oh, you're super close, but like, can you keep working on the hair? Exactly. So. What else do barbershops do now? They always offer you a beer, which is. Yeah. So I'm not saying we turn our laundromat into a barbershop, but it's not the worst idea. You could get a haircut. We could have one chair. Yeah. Have a haircut in there, dude. If you had a barber in there, that actually, I know it sounds crazy, but it's not the worst idea yeah. because Maybe I remember for the, one the in kids Azusa, too, like the one in Azusa on Adams or whatever. Um, Right next to my house, where I'd walk, uh, by where that pool hall was, mm-hmm. and where the, um, there was a gym in that center. They yeah. used to have a barber shop and a laundry mat next to each other, and mm-hmm. I would get my haircut. Yeah, while my laundry was going. Yeah, and that's a cool way to like rent out a portion of your space to a local barber. Oh, now we're making rental. We're like Best yeah, Buy. I love that stuff. That my new pizza guy in San Juan. Yeah, he's like in this corner of the bakery section in a Mexican restaurant. And he has like 10 of these. He does Detroit style. So there's these mini ovens he has set up and you just text him your order. You go in. He has this little corner of the bakery set. It's insane. It's so good. What's it called? Lunitas. Lunitas pizza. Lunitas. Detroit style. He's (laughs) got pepperoni cups and he's got flat pepperonis. It's Detroit. Like it's so good. He has a habanero honey he makes. I like that. So we're going to treat our laundromat like we're a Best Buy and we're renting out space. Yeah, renting out vendors. a couple spaces because okay. that helps kill the time. Yep, to your no, point, I agree. Like, let's we have need, some options. Yeah, we need some. What can you do in an hour to kill time? You can yeah. have like a ladies chair in there and a men's chair in there. So you can get like ladies hair done, men's hair done, and then some and then like a small one for like the kids. Mm-hmm. What else? I was thinking in terms of premium, if there's like a folding service. We don't want any employees having to be at the facility, though, correct? I mean, that's ideal, but I don't know if like maybe one employee and we could have charge a premium, some ups charge for some stuff. Yeah, it just all depends on like the time it takes to fold and still getting the price competitive for folding. So I don't know. Oh, you oh charge for folding? Yeah, charge for folding as like an up. So it would require an employee. We could charge for premium detergent. Yeah. A lot of these places just have detergent and maybe dryer towels. Yeah, scented, right? Which I don't even think your cost goes up too much, but you, you can give those options of scented. Like, oh, I yeah. love the, the smell of the detergent at this mat, so I'm going to go there. I like the margins on coffee, so I do think you could rent out a corner of it to a coffee shop. Yeah. Now, they're always in that. They don't normally put coin laundries in high net worth areas because... People who have enough money yeah. usually buy their own laundry, washer, mm-hmm. like dryer. Like, I don't know. Now that I'm married, I would say, like, that's the non-negotiable for my wife. <laughs> I don't think she would ever drive somewhere to do her laundry. I mean, she would never. Yeah. Now, I had no problem with it because I'm just a Neanderthal. So it's going to usually be people who live in apartments. So I think if we were to buy one, we would want to do a, um, like, a survey of how many uh, rental units within mm-hmm. like a one mile radius i bet you people don't go further than a mile or so for their laundry yeah i mean this is all like i think if we get deep into the strategy we have to know exactly where it is yeah correct right because yeah. this one just from the looks of it strip mall north of fresno like that is a way different strategy than san francisco or orange new county. york yeah or orange county yeah, I think we have to obviously design it for the area. I do think we'd want to make sure there's a cornerstone tenant. So, like, I would love to have, like, a coin laundry next to, like, a really big, like, um, like a super Walmart, a super Target, uh, like, a really, like, a good Ralph's or a good Vaughn's or a good Stater Brothers. Maybe even a Trader Joe's. I think we would want someone, though, that fills the parking lot. Because theoretically, they don't yeah. have to be with us. They could go 
essentially drop their laundry off, go do all their shopping, and come pick yeah. up their laundry. Movie theater. Correct. So, like, do you do a load transfer service from washer to dryer? So load you don't have to, like, <laughs> leave Walmart or the movie to what move if, it? Do you think there's machines yet that do it automatically? Like, what if you could put it? I mean, that would be... I was thinking that like I, I've never seen one, but it can't be that crazy. to. So trans- what if you inverse washer and dryer? So you know how washer is yeah. always on the bottom, dryer is on the top. What if you put the washer on the top and when it was done, it just opened and it fell to the yeah. dryer. I mean, now we're inventing new machines, but that would be sick. Now, I think- we're, now we're selling to every laundromat in the U.S. Oh, we went from machine. being the laundromat to being the machines in the laundromat. It's there pretty good, go. Brady. And there's only a specific type of detergent that works in these machines. And we own the patents. Oh, you're on your That's Tim, where you're, you're making the money. You're on your consumables, baby. Yeah, you're on your Tim Cook right there, bro. You're on your <laughs> Apple. These are oh, the consumable stuff is crazy. I do think yeah, we should. It's like um K cups, right? You can it's not yeah. just a machine, it's also the fact that Well, that was like my first job out of college was in that medical skincare device company. Yep. And they sold these machines for twenty grand, but the machines they use these fluids like the treatment is all running off of these fluids that they cost their own chemical or something. 250 bucks a pack. They're all patented formulas. That's where the money was at. It was in the patented formula. So we could patent. Well, and that for, that only Ooh. plugs into their machine. And so we could patent our own detergent. Yeah. Fully organic. Non smell, non stick, like vegan, whatever the heck we're saying. These days. <laughs> vegan. I mean, you, you, no, it's so funny when you see the products that say vegan and they're and not like edible. It's like who puts animal products in this product? It's like vegan. it makes you like very concerned yeah, for a yeah. moment. Like, wait, like you bought this microphone is vegan. And you're like, wait a second. Time out. What, what, how else? Is this, how I, is this ivory? Yeah. Like, yeah, what, no, it's such on? a good point. But I do think being by a mall, a corner outlet of movie theater. Obviously, if we had machines that could do washer on the top, drop down the dryer, own formula, that's great. What about if we sold um, cards and you could only use our laundry with a card and then we had minimums on the fill? So that's almost like the gift yeah, card yeah. game. So it's like – so essentially we would have like a $10 minimum mm-hmm. and the machines are maybe each 250 And so – yeah, the whole preloaded card thing is correct. That could be interesting. Really, or, we or like on the, the phone. We would make the money. We would have more revenue than usage. Yeah. So it would create like cash. Yeah, because that's, I don't know if you know, like Starbucks. Um, oh, yeah. I heard they have like a billion. I was going to say trillions, but yeah, billions. They have a billion in their unused. in their bank because you have to upload 25 bucks at a time. God bless our app. grandmothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get that gift card from grandma, just the $25 Starbucks <laughs> gift card. Yeah, they're always cool. They're, they're always themed. And my mom, like when we go to Hawaii, my mom always likes getting the gift card from the Starbucks in okay, Hawaii. She, yeah. she gives it to her best friend as a gift. See what I'm talking about? We they, know. Yeah, they do good with they, those gift cards. But that, I mean, what are the, like, and then, oh, so you're saying when you upload an amount. So in the app. The minimum in app. Because I order online and I pick it up. And so whenever you run out of money. Business. Yeah, whenever you run out of money. Their cold brew is actually pretty good. When you <laughs> run out of money, it says upload 25 yeah. bucks at a time. And so Starbucks has a billion dollars of their customers' money sitting there. And they use that money for investments. So it's just like a bank without the bank regulations because banks can only use like 60 whatever percent of the money in the bank. for free money. Yeah. We need that for our laundry. So we'd have to own a lot for like that to be useful. But that's the interesting side of doing the preloaded cards. You met me? Is you, if this laundromat oh, thing works. I know, works, I know. We ain't just doing one. If this laundromat thing works, I mean. So how would you advertise it? Like, is this, are we talking local social ads? Like, okay, so, obviously, geofenced social. Correct. So it's geofenced meta ads is what I, I would go. Geofenced yeah. meta. Now, I'm not an expert in local meta advertising anymore. Okay. We used to be a lot better at mm-hmm. it when we did all the, like, we started, you and I literally started only doing this for a living we would yeah our clients were essentially 200 dollars a month laundromats yeah to us i mean like we were doing it yeah, for local, these, a lot yeah. of local services yeah, local, local businesses. businesses so i would want to figure out people that had a certain level of income and be less than that so i would go low income renters i would try to make sure they did not own a home mm-hmm. and that they were a renter and so as long as I could identify renters within, what, a one-mile radius at first? 
I'll just keep it tight. Little geofence, one mile radius renters between what? 18 to 50. Something like that. Yeah. You don't want to get too many old new customers. No offense to old people, but they don't last as long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. Get the customers. Maybe large family, large households, because then they'll use more machines. So I would maybe go like if there's a way to target families with more than like four kids. Mm-hmm. The low income families that are renting with lots of children, it's probably kind of your dream customer for a coin laundry map, right? Yeah. And if we do use cards, like I do think doing even direct mail and having a free wash like preloaded on the card. So you mail out the cards and then Ooh, like maybe that. in the mat, it's like a machine like Dave and Buster's, you know, how you just add money to your card. How do you for get the open rate? Or... How do we get them to open the direct mail? Because I think that's I think the concept's yeah. good once they know about it. Right. If I was. Yeah. Free wash. I would have done that back or... when I was doing coin laundries. Yeah. And because I think like it's just getting people in and then we have to have the experience good enough for them to come back. Right. It's such a low bar, though, Brady. We would all, honestly all we'd have to do is care the slightest. Yeah. Like we would just like if you've ever been to a laundromat, the bar is so low. Look at Papa Murphy's. Remember how I didn't know what Papa Murphy's was? Yeah, I learned Sorry, about that, too. But yeah, the frozen that's like take take home frozen. It's pizza, like right? Caesars. It's like little Caesars, but frozen, but frozen. And you yeah. bake it at home. Yeah. Which I don't understand. So why? DiGiorno. Why yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, exactly. So, and the, you know, the, the, the person who brought it up isn't here to defend himself. So let's not get too that's into true. talking that's crap on true. Papa Murphy's. He does. He doesn't care about his Papa Murphy's. Be on the, the same page. Completely same page. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, I think low bar. We yeah, low bar. We clean it once a day. I mean, if you even clean the laundromat once a day, it's the cleanest laundry. Yeah. And there's just a lot of psychology. Like, I think, you know, you want people to feel good because I do think whether it's it's conscious every time or not, if you're going to a laundromat, you probably wish you had a really nice washer and dryer at your house. Right. Yeah. And so, like, how do you get people to think about that less in their experience? Like, I love thinking about, like, the high level like drive of the brand and marketing, I'd say that's one is like, how do you reduce those thoughts of wishing just some good you had signage, a nice set at home, good signage, good paint, good flooring. Like, I think, you know, we should make it like when you don't, you know, when you walk into Vegas and you, they have extra oxygen and you kind of smells good. Yeah. That would be cool. If you walked in and it had its own like smell and it was like, yeah. none of them. I'm sure they smell good. Yeah, I would probably actually. Like, I like the smell of my, my ours is in the garage, so. But not a lot of like air conditioning in these to get cheap yeah. with AC. Well, there's nothing in them. That's the thing. Like the one by my house, which I've got like my parents back in the day, their washer broke and stuff. And so my dad and I would go and yeah. it's just machines. Yeah. And even the photos of this one, it's, it's machines, machines and plastic chairs. Like, like no bar. If you did, I honestly, if you would invest $25,000 into just the facility, I think you'd have something special. I did have an idea though to get them in there. We could get a food truck. Yeah. Like if we had access to like our own spots, you know, a lot of times when you buy something here, you get a couple spots. Yeah. I never know if those signs are legit. Like this is only for the dry cleaning place. It's like, did the store owner just put that out? Oh, no, there the owner or does did that. The, did I the think the owner mall. does that. But like, see that row on the left? I think we could put, I think we could totally put a food truck, let a food truck be right there. That would be great. Yeah. Like a little taco kind of truck kind of thing. I feel like anything we could do to make going to the laundromat an enjoyable experience. Yeah. The bar's so low. There's anything that makes it enjoyable. Maybe the dry cleaner next to it, like we talked about. Better chairs, televisions that worked, fast Wi-Fi, maybe a couple working areas. Like when you go to an airport and you know how they have those like desks areas. Mm-hmm. So you could do your homework. Fast Wi-Fi. Yeah, the, the built-in charging cords. Yeah, built-in charging. I think you could take an inspiration from like airports is a great example. Yeah, it is. Is, it is you have example. to wait there. Yep, you have to wait. Um you know, Rory Sutherland talks about it a ton. Like, it's not the time people are concerned with. It's how the time is spent. Mm-hmm. So, like, the mm-hmm. airlines who make sure you wait in your seat until it's your turn, they have a better customer experience than the people who just let everyone stand up. Like Southwest. Yeah. And now you're just, like, standing up waiting. And that's what people don't like is the frustration. Of, like, I'm just standing. What am I going to be called versus sitting in your comfortable chair? Yeah. And when your time is up, you get to walk straight onto the plane. So it's the same amount of time. It's just experienced differently. Yeah. So I think that's like airports is a great inspiration. I'm trying to think like what other places do you that have done well? 
I don't know, but isn't it a fun way of thinking? You could put three hundred thousand dollars into the market, or you could put three hundred thousand dollars into a laundromat. Yeah, no, that's why I, I love these. It's so cool. These businesses, and I, I like this site how it has like the cash flow and the gross yeah, revenue. Have you seen this and- before? You told me about it. I haven't gone on it yet. It's cool, right? I yeah. sometimes if I'm like just wanting to like just chill and just like, gets your mind turning dream too. a little. It's you know, it, it's healthy things to think about. Yeah. Is business models and revenue and what's yeah, my payback cool. period. So yeah. that, my friends, is how we would do a laundromat. It'd be fun. All right. We we we're gonna own a strip mall one day. <laughs> we're gonna strip <laughs> it's mall gonna one. have a car wash, a laundry mat, <laughs> dry cleaning, and a furniture store. By the end of this year, let's fill out the strip mall. With yeah, we'll fill out the strip mall with all our ideas. That'll be the goal. I love it. Well, that's episode 11. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Subscribe. Ring the bell. Get notified. Leave five stars. Unsubscribe. Leave five stars again. Yeah. Whatever you can do to help us and out. This is our first time with the TV. So hopefully, like, post-production, you all can get far more, like, visuals and check out what we're checking out. Because yeah. it's the first TV episode. So we're I can't excited. Wait. Post-production. It's going to come through the roof. Thanks, everybody. All right. See you next week.